0: And welcome to a brand new episode of Eat Sleep List. You're home for list making right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson. One of your hosts alongside me is my co-host for season four and beyond. Mr. Hopefully. Dan. oh no, you will be. As long as you want to be. As long as I'll push you away like... uh yeah. You know, uh Mr. Dan Torres.
1: What's up, dude? How hey are you? Guys, so good to be back on the show. It's been uh it's been a uh a long couple of weeks. I feel like I'm rusty and I've had a lot of time <laughs> off, but here we are. We're back ready to do more lists and uh it's so good to see you, man. I feel Likewise, like it's been buddy. forever.
0: Likewise. For sure. Um I know, because we've been just piling on uh, you know, recordings before this. You know, Dan got ready for you know, get his his wedding less no it was two weekends ago two almost two weeks it was ago almost now. two weeks ago now, yeah. so had to get him uh get caught up get ahead of the game a little bit before we uh <laughs> uh before he got married, and uh here we are, yeah man, in real time so uh we had a fun one we didn't want to like guest hunt today uh we do have some really exciting uh some fun fun friends of the show, some returning guests mm-hmm. uh coming on for some exciting top ten list makings uh List making lists. Uh, some fun stuff to do. But uh, today we're going to keep it real simple. Real simple. And, uh, well, actually not really simple. This is kind of hard for us to put together. This was
1: definitely hard. And I'll add, too, it's kind of nice with our format now because even if we don't have a third guy, we get to just catch up just you and me every now exactly. and then. And I I like, like, sitting and talking to you and getting that.
0: I agree because yeah. you and I don't get to do this very often. Um like, not really at all. It's, it's amazing because I think I might have said this is the first podcast, the first episode of this we did together. And it's that, you know, I, I see so many people come in and out of the studio spot, but I don't get to work with every one of them. Yeah. You know, I don't get to appear on their shows. I can help them, you know, when I can. I'm obviously super busy, but I don't get to interact with them. So it is nice when we can just kind of like sit back, soak in. You know, this is our fifth. Yep. This is episode five. Yeah. Fifth for uh, season four. And just kind of just, you know, soak it all in. Wow. And enjoy it. I
1: so. can't believe we're five episodes in already, That's right? That's crazy.
0: I know. That's not too bad. No. I'm uh, pretty good if I do say so. I, say. Think so. <laughs> I think we're making very good time. Uh, today we're going to do top ten stadiums, arenas, uh, basically venues. You can go see an event mm-hmm. of any sort. Right? Con- I guess concerts in a sense?
1: Concerts too, yeah. I, d- I definitely feel like some of my venues were hard because I'm definitely a sports guy, but. A lot of my teams, I've already been to their stadium. You know, I'm a huge Bills fan, and last year was my first time going to New Era, right. when was the Ralph. So that would have made my list last year, but this time this year, I can't put that on. So right. it's a gift and a curse, in a sense, because a lot of things I've I've uh, seen have been, like, check them off my bucket list, but now
0: it leaves me hunting more to go after. Exactly. And, uh, you know, you might bring one up, and, and, and next year... By this time you might have done one or two. You never yep. know. You never know. So that's what we're gonna to do today. Top ten uh stadiums, arenas, venues, uh, so to speak, that you would uh that you would want to go and uh have an experience at. So let us uh let's kick it off. Dan, when you are ready, you're number ten.
1: Okay. So this one is selfish of me. And it's going to surprise a lot of people, but this is why I put it at number 10, too. There's a lot of reasoning behind this. So, like I just mentioned, I am a huge Bills fan. And I would love, love, love to go see us get a win in enemy territory, a big win. So that's why my number 10 is Gillette Field. Ah, Not yes. only are... so. Credit where credit is due. Bill Belichick is a great coach, right? Tom Brady is one of the goats. The The New England Patriots uh, are a franchise. I'm not going to say we're a franchise because they're, they're only behind the Bills a little bit right now. We're right on pace with each other. But... They definitely are a franchise that's respectable, and I would want to go see—I don't want to necessarily be around their fans too much. No offense to you guys. It's just not my cup of tea (laughs) being with you. But I do want to see the environment. I want to see their traditions, just like Bills fans and Colts fans have theirs and everything like that. I want to see what it's like over there. And I would just love to see the Bills get a win at Gillette. It would be cool. Yeah, a blowout. Really, ideally, if I had it my way, (laughs) they would blow them out. Um, Like you would have gotten to see with your Colts last year. Right. Uh, But, yeah, that's why my number 10 is going to be Gillette Field. Not going to be happy about being there, but... I want to go and just be there for that environment.
0: It is, it is fun. Like my life goal is to see all 32 NFL stadiums, or at least, well, there's not 32. I think there's 30, um, 30 or 29. Cause a couple, couple teams share share venues, mm-hmm. but just to go and see that, just have that experience. You know what I mean? To go see what their culture's like. like. Um, things are very different outside of Buffalo. I can oh, tell you that yeah. much. In some ways better, some ways, uh, some ways worse. So. Uh, it is always you know always cool. I've been to three different stadiums myself. I'm adding a fourth this year and um I got a couple I got a couple of the ones I really want to go see. You know. Couple a couple that I really you know just really want to go see that are specified in this list. I could lump the entire just go see every NFL stadium right. together. I could lump it all in one one part for this list, but that wouldn't be uh very fun at all. So I,
1: I definitely feel that too. Um so let me ask you then. So I imagine um uh, I can't remember Colt Stadium's name off the top Lucas of my head. Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil, so you've been there, I'd imagine. Three
0: times, going back again, forth. you You've been
1: to the Ralph, I'd imagine, yep. for a game. What's the third one? That uh, Cleveland
0: Stadium. Oh, okay, that makes tons Which of sense. Which is really nice, but uh, uh, past the arena is a little sketch. But it, it's, it, they did it, Cleveland Stadium, First Energy Stadium is really, really nice. Yeah. Really nice place. Very so. cool. So that's a good one to kick it off. Yeah, that's a good man. one to kick I it agree. off. Um, all right, my number 10... I'm not even a basketball fan. I'm not. But I feel like, you know, it, there's a couple sports in here that I'm like, it, or arena venues tied to sports. And I'm just like, I'm not like, bless you. Um, you. I'm not like a, an Uber fan of their thing, but I feel like it's something you got to go experience at least once. Yes. Like, um, you know, like a bucket list type spot. Uh, but if I were to ever go to a basketball game I think the the best place to go see it would be a Lakers game mm. out, in this, out in Los Angeles used to be called the Staples Center was called Staples Center for a long time I guess now it's crypto.com arena which is weird I was like really thrown off when I uh when, when I read that but I mean it's it's Los Angeles is a massive city they love their basketball team they love the Lakers mm-hmm. you know um they got one of the team out there uh I'm trying to think the Kings, yeah, yeah, Sacramento, right? No, 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 because they have. God, we sound like such noobs right now. Well, basketball.
1: (laughs) This is not a sports podcast, as I say on mine every once in a while. I know, Uh, but basketball. Out of all of them, I feel like I know basketball and hockey. I feel like I know the least about when it comes to everything.
0: Clippers, Clippers. oh my god, L.A.
1: Clippers, duh. Stupid! I'm so
0: dumb, uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Lakers are like the one of the biggest, the biggest franchise. Like everybody kind of wants to go and play there. Um, so many great basketball players came through the the you know the, the Los Angeles Lakers, going back way, way, way back in history. So if you're gonna go see one, you might as well go see a a, a good competitive team, uh, with good history, good environment, and it's like it's L.A. again. Like that's something. That, like big cities don't entice me like as as like must haves, but if I ever get the opportunity, I would take it. And L A would be uh, would be a really cool one to to go see. I think it's
1: crazy how hardcore the hype has always been for the Lakers out there. Oh, yeah. Like they, everybody has their like we go behind their team and everything, but. They were a dynasty and had, you know, you had the early 2000s where Kobe and Shaq were, like, dominating and were, like, the highlights of everything. Yeah. But then there was this period where they didn't do anything at all. It was weird, right? And, yeah, until uh, LeBron came back. And then suddenly they were going to—and then, like, it's like an ebb and flow over there. But I think— how uh, how loyal their fan base is is like one of the things that keeps them winning championships all the time.
0: For sure, I mean, usually always very very competitive, good squads. And again, it, you know, Lakers, it, it, big city. It's easy to get players to come out there, right? If you got a brand, if you're a big name player and brand, you want to go out to L.A. and, and that's you know that's where all the stars are. So, I, it, Los Angeles would uh, definitely easily be has to be on the list. So oh, that's my number absolutely. ten.
1: Um, so we're also gonna stay in LA for my next one. Um, we're gonna go to uh it actually closer or specifically in LA, we're gonna go to Englewood. Um I saw SoFi Stadium this year uh it, for multiple games, and I just think uh it's such a great, great, great stadium. Um I love uh Especially right now, like the Rams have always been like a fun team to watch, and so this is another NFL one I have on their like. So this is specifically like Los Angeles Rams based at this time, right? I think, uh, you know, right now with how Stafford is and uh, how good everything looked last year. It made me wanna go see the like how happy the people out there are oh, yeah. right now. I think it, this may be one that falls down my list as time goes on because it might be a recency bias as I'm like talking it out to. Oh, for sure, but like for sure it could be, but. I always am favorable to see environments of teams after they like win a championship or after, cause it's a whole different thing. It's a big
0: rush of positivity. Right.
1: It's a whole nother level of like, now they know it's possible and now they're even more behind their team because they want that feeling again and they want to keep it consistent. You know, even we get selfish and want to win two or three in a row after we get. Oh, naturally just keep that good
0: feeling. uh, You know, keep the good, Good times rolling, but yeah, that's like, I wonder what, what a Bills win, you know, Super Bowl 1 would do for the city of Buffalo yeah. for like a week. Like, it would be insane. But like
1: an open-air game, too, in L.A. weather, oh my God, that would be just wonderful yes. full-time for an NFL season.
0: It would be. Yeah.
1: It certainly would be. So,
0: yep, that's why uh, SoFi ends up on my list at number nine. That's a great one. Very expensive stadium. Very expensive stadium. Yeah, I'll say. I definitely that was an honorable mention for me. All right, my number nine. Uh, this one showed up in a movie, uh, a cult classic in a sense, and has since been a, a, like just immortalized as as baseball's past. Last year, they did something really really cool. They had a game between the Chicago White Sox and the New York Yankees mm. uh, at the Field of Dreams. They doll, they dialed it up. They um, gave it an actual, like, stadium feel to it so they can host fans. They yeah. charge people to come, and they had this wonderful presentation, had the players walk out through, like, the corn stalks and stuff like they did in the movie, and I was like, this is way cool. It's it's classic. Like, it's a throwback to, to like, I love to see original stuff. Like, it's a shame. That I get sad when old stadiums and old arenas get knocked down because there's so much history. Mm-hmm. But, like, something like that, so simple, it's a part of baseball history. It's 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 a it's one of the most popular baseball films of all time, and you know to 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 see it being honored and appreciated and in, in, in you know the MLB, which is obviously the premier baseball league in in the world, um, you know honor that and and use it. Like I, I think it's the coolest thing. I would love to go see a game like that. Would I be able to afford it? Eh, probably not. But it, it's it, you know the the tickets are. I'm, I think they were quite expensive last year, but just to go see it and see where history and and stuff is made, and just go enjoy like there's a certain type of vibe you get from go, going to stadiums. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, A um, certain type of vibe, and I, I just again I'm not a. It's hard for me to watch baseball on TV. I have to experience yeah. in person, and I I just feel like I could I, I'd be okay. Like I would really enjoy that experience. Yeah,
1: I um. How how do you not love the movie Field of Dreams, first of all? That's one of Kevin Costner's best movies for of sure. all time. Um, to have that experience specifically had to be so surreal for you. Yeah. To just be like, holy crap, I'm here watching this right now. Right. Especially with the players coming out of the corner. Oh, that's such, like, I'm trying to picture it as you're talking about it, too. That's why I was so far off yeah. for a oh, second. Oh,
0: dude, it was so neat. It was so, just watching it. Watching the videos and stuff, they just they really did a good job honoring baseball's past and 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 doing it it, it justice too. It was it was I don't know. I just like I love going to see old timey like football stadiums and, and such whenever I can. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's I know things need to be upgraded and bigger is better, but there's just something about seeing where things were. Like a couple last year, two years ago, we went to. Uh, the Adirondacks, me and a couple guys from the network, Chris okay. and Anthony, uh, we went to go see uh, Lake Placid, Ooh. where they had the, That's where the Americans upset the Russians in yes. the 80 Olympics, yes. and I got to see the venue, and it was the coolest thing. That's amazing. and they had the ni- old original like 1936 rink, like Olympic rink, uh, still up too. They kept it up. Wow! But it was the coolest thing. It was the coolest <laughs> thing to be able to see that that they. Maintained its history. They've kept it up very well, and like I just, I, I love to see that stuff.
1: Yeah, pieces of history like that are really, really amazing. They are. That's a great one for your number nine, dude. Not bad, thank you. Uh, so, uh, my number eight on my list. You already mentioned. Crypto. dot com Arena. Come on, man!
0: Why did they change it from crypto to Crypto. dot com Arena? Staples had enough. I, it's that's one of those difficult things. Like every time, like a stadium changes like ownership or sponsorship names, everyone's like, "Why? Why?" And I get it. Why? It's like it it goes hand in hand. Like Steeler Stadium losing the Heinz thing after twenty years.
1: Yeah. Uh, but like that, this one specifically, is just it's such a terrible. Name. You're not even trying to disguise the advertisement in that. Oh my lord! But yes, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna digress from the crypto.com and just refer to this as the Staples Center. Like, yeah. So I have had an obsession with going to the Staples Center since I watched WrestleMania 21. Because that was my first, like... Oh, that was the first one that
0: I stayed up for. That
1: was the first one I ever, like, was a fan for, like, as a WrestleMania. I had, like... I couldn't watch any of them yet. If if I'm trying to remember the first one I watched live, I think it was WrestleMania 25. Okay. That I watched live. But I would always, like, couldn't afford the pay-per-view. So it was always, like, uh the next day, like, seeing, like, what happened? What happened? I was, like, always so stressed out that night. Um... But, you know, then months after WrestleMania, when it came out on DVD, I bought it, and then I could watch it front to back. Yeah. Um, and it just being my first WrestleMania and it being in the Staples Center, um, and I believe it was called something else back then, too. I can't even remember.
0: Uh, no, um, it was – it was yeah, it was definitely still Staples yeah, Center. Okay, right yeah, that, so yeah. it was still the Staples Center then. Um, but – Now you have me wondering. Hold
1: on. Be, between that um, – and uh the Lakers, like you said, and then uh u f c hosts events there all the time, and they've had fights like uh the second Dilishant Garran fight there, which was Absolutely electric, and the co-main events of that fight, too, was when um, Demetrius Johnson lost the flyweight title for the first and only time to uh, Henry Cejudo, which was a huge turning point because then he got to uh, go fight in Japan, and now he's doing that. Um, But there have been so many crazy sports moments in that arena alone that I just want to be there for any of them, a WrestleMania, a fight, a Lakers game, anything like that i just want to be a part of that experience yeah. so badly
0: yeah it 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 it's that powerful where you can walk in and just feel the aura of everything like when i the first time i went to yankee stadium mm-hmm. like it was just it was wholesome it was cool you like man so i mean i know the new yankee stadium is is new but it, you yeah. just you just felt like it, there was just something special about being there oof
1: yeah there's Special, especially if you're sitting in the outfield, the cheap seats with all the Bronx people.
0: Absolutely. <sighs> yeah, they're loud, man. They're a rough bunch. They're loud. Rough I, bunch. You know,
1: I, there was a strikeout at the end of the first and only Yankee game I ever went to. The There was a strikeout to end the game, and the Yankees win. And I saw, like, fireworks. I saw six beer bottles just fly up into the air. Just people just... <sighs> Just going right up. There was probably a ban on glass bottles after that. Year, probably. I'll tell you that. But <laughs> they, it was there a unique celebration all in itself, right there.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, it's rough up there. We went there the first time I went to Yankee Stadium was no, I went there once before. I went a second time Fourth of July weekend. They played the Red Sox on Sunday night baseball. Oh they yeah, beat the shit out of them. And it was, it was like, dude, there was grown adults yelling at kids for being Red Sox fans. I'm like, uh, this is, this is like. This, this ain't good. It's not good. It's a little, yeah. it's a little Bill's game-ish for me. But uh, like I, never see, I never imagined a Yankees game being that like intense crowd-wise. Oh, that's bad. I, it's I, terrifying. I, was, I watched yeah.
1: them. They, they played, I think, it's funny what you were saying earlier. I think they were playing the White Sox when I went to go see them. Okay. And a White Sox fan got booed out of our section. It was bad. He was, like, the only guy there. Yeah. And, like, he got booed out. And they were—it was, like, a come-from-behind win, too, for the Yankees. So, like, once they started winning, it was like, oh, it was (laughs) over for that, dude. Jeter hit the RBI. Of course, it it was over. Oh,
0: you had to see Jeter play? Oh, yeah, dude. I went—the first time I went was 2016 or—I think it was 17— yeah. And this was like when Judge was still pretty relatively new. I I mean I don't follow it enough to to know. I grew up in a Yankees household but I just I can't sit there and Judge is on
1: pace to hit 62 home runs this season, which is insane. Great. Yeah. He's that dude's freak. wild. Freak.
0: But it was it was so cool to go just go see a Yankees game live, man. An mm-hmm. absolutely incredible um thing. I, I did, even at, like Bison's games like it's good to see live, but yeah. But yeah. So, Lakers. <laughs> yeah, so Lakers. Lakers, UFC, and WrestleMania. Like, the, that's a, The trifecta right there. That's right. You can't <laughs> beat that. You can't beat that. Uh, my number eight, and this is purely because I drove by it one time, is down in Miami. Mm-hmm. It is the, uh, uh, the Miami Marlin Stadium. Okay. I drove by and I'm like, what is that thing? Like, uh, we were getting ready to go onto our boat for a cruise, and, um, it, you know, we 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 stayed in Miami, like kind of outskirts of Miami. We had a, we were the port was in Miami, and we drove by. I'm like, look at that massive stadium! It's this huge retractable roof stadium. Mm-hmm. It just in Miami. I'm like, that that is so cool! Like that is like high tech. Like for me, for baseball stuff is simple. You most teams are open air, you know, uh, open air stadiums. I do not matter, right? Baseball is a summer, the spring, most part, summer, yeah. fall sport. I know the Astros used to play in the Astro Dome. You know, that was completely enclosed off, which was a unique experience. But, you know, for, for me to just drive by and see that, I'm like, man, there was so much curiosity. I was on a bus, so obviously I couldn't stop and get closer. But I, I just, I don't know, it just felt very Miami-like. Like, I, You know, I love Miami. Yeah. I love the city of Miami. It's, you know, it... Cause, mostly because of Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, but, uh, you know, put, <laughs> face, Vice City's Miami, everybody. Um, but, you know, to just go and see that, it's like, man, I just I would just like to sit there. I, I don't give a shit about the Miami Marlins. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, again, don't follow baseball, but I just kind of want to go see the inside of it. Yeah.
1: Well, to be fair right now, nobody really gives a shit about the Miami Marlins. Uh,
0: <laughs> Is that the team that Jeter took over or something? Yeah. Is that yeah. them?
1: He, he immediately like fired everybody on the staff too. He pissed a lot of people off when he went down there originally. Yeah. Um, But, uh, no, that stadium is actually beautiful. So, you know, I'm a huge Mets fan, and the Mets are in Miami's division, so they're playing them all the time. So I get to see that stadium a bunch of times a year as far as, yeah. Yeah. Um, they do have one of the nicer ones for sure.
0: It's gotta be new. It's gotta be really new.
1: Yeah. My dad, um, does the same thing you want to do where he, uh, is seeing every MLB stadium. Like he goes, he goes on a trip with my mom once a year usually, and they go see a new one Um, each time. He's crossed a bunch of them off. You'd be surprised. And like a lot of times he tries to like, see when the Mets are playing them too. And like, um, like. Coordinates it around that and goes with the seven line army, which is like the Mets' whole like uh, entourage and stuff like that. But they're like baseball in particular has some of the most beautiful stadiums out there.
0: They do a really good job keeping it classy, old school, but some high tech stuff. I seen there's a swimming pool there. Yeah, there is. There's a swimming like pool. That, that's a big outfield. selling point yep. too. One another venue that I have on my list, it, partially because they have a swimming pool, but Like, how freaking cool is that? Yeah, that's a nice feature for sure. Just sit there in a pool and watch baseball? Come on. God, I would love that. You know, who thinks that stuff? That'd
1: be so freaking cool.
0: It would be. It would be.
1: Yeah, that's a good number eight. I definitely would agree with that one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So my number seven uh, is specifically because of a certain event that happened there. Um, I can't remember what the actual name of the stadium is, but right now, like the alias it's going under is uh, Marvel Stadium. Um, it's in Auckland, in New Zealand. Okay. Um, actually, isn't in... no, no, no. I lied. It's um. A... It's in Melbourne. It's in Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia? Melbourne, Australia. Okay. So it's in Melbourne. Um, I am, like I mentioned, I'm a huge UFC guy, uh, and one of my favorite UFC moments in history was when Israel Adesanya, who's the current middleweight champ, took the belt for the first time. Because he was somebody that, from the very beginning, uh, when he got signed to the UFC, I was like, this guy's a problem for everybody that's there. And then from the moment of calling it, I watched him just piece through everybody, which was nice. So... Everybody, you know, of course, because I wouldn't shut up about this guy, like, all the family I watch it with and stuff, like, they're all, like, really, like getting me all nervous the whole night or whatever. But um, the stadium holds, like, I think, like, 52 to 59,000, something like that. And he ends up knocking out Robert Whitaker in front of 59,000 people in the <laughs> second round, right? And it knocks, it knocked him out the first round, too, in my opinion, because at the very end of the round, Whitaker blitzed him, and Izzy countered and caught it and knocked him down. And I thought Whitaker was out for a second, but then uh, Izzy finished it in the second. Um, But not only that moment happened there, but the the other uh, UFC moment that happened there that – is one of the biggest ever, without a doubt, is uh, Holly Holm kicked Ronda Rousey's head off in that arena.
0: Was that Rousey's last
1: one? That was the second last one. So Amanda Nunes uh, knocked Rousey out in like 58 seconds. Okay. Like she didn't even take her out of the first minute of that fight. But Holm, that was the one where Rousey was beating everyone. Like nobody thought she was on her level. And like Rousey comes in all uncharacteristic or whatever. And then Holly just kept her kept her moving forward the whole time and was hitting her off the off the back of she she had nothing for her. Nothing. It was one of the craziest things to watch live ever. So that's one that's my first international stadium. Okay. I need to go see a fight down there. The next time they go to Melbourne, because they tend to go down there super like once every couple of years I would say. I would love to take an international trip. Go to Australia. Go see Australia yeah, for a say while. Australia
0: is something. It's a it's an amazing continent. I always think of that. That uh, is it a venue? The one the that's one in Sydney. Um. Oh oh oh. On um, the the Opera House. Right? Opera House. Yeah. Yes. The Sydney Opera yes. House. Yeah. So I always think, like that just speaks volumes to me. I, I have a, adored like that area because Finding Nemo. Yeah, it man really put me on to Australia and what it could be. So I think two
1: things our generation will always have that like our universal language to all of us. Pixar movies. Yes. And Shrek. Yes. Shrek is like a, a, a primary form of communicating things to each so other. So many one-liners. It, <laughs> and it dropped off it so hard. So hard. But it was... It, it, oh, man. It was so hard. I was just... Uh, I was pitching to my now wife uh, a few weeks ago. Because we always talk about, like, script writing and stupid shit like that. But I thought of, like, a stupid line from a rom-com where, like, two guys would be trying to, like, cheer this other guy up. Like, you'll get her, man. Like, think of every good love story that's ever existed. Uh, When Harry met Sally. uh, You know, Romeo and Juliet. That's how I go, Shrek? (laughs) Shrek? yeah man he gets fiona in the end and they had a whole franchise off it like what's not more to love after that but it's like it'd be something that's so us because it like yeah we'd absolutely would that Yeah, if you that. really
0: think about it it is it's it's beautiful <laughs> it is a beautiful film underneath uh, all uh, underneath it all yeah, so it, it's gorgeous. great choice great yeah. choice thanks man yeah yes.
1: it'd be a nice international trip oh for, for sure, sure it would
0: for sure it would uh I got an international one at number seven as Ooh, well. Good. This is my only international one. Um, I'm talking about Wembley Stadium.
1: Yes, yeah, very out nice in
0: the uh, the United Kingdom. Um, there, I I'm pretty sure they still do soccer. Yes, I believe they do too. They I'm
1: do. not a huge soccer guy. So I'm not,
0: I, but it's something I want to go. I want to go experience a European soccer game. Mm-hmm. That's one of my bucket list things to go to Europe and see that. And I am like ninety percent sure that they still do it at Wembley. Yeah, I believe um, so. They they have that. Um they've hosted obviously they have the Wembley tennis tournament, which is I don't know if I could sit there and do all that, but it's a very prestigious tournament. They've done SummerSlam there way back in the nineteen nineties. I think ninety two SummerSlam was like a you know, Wembley Stadium. It's I think it's the biggest um stadium in England mm-hmm. as far as seating capacity. It's up in like the eighty thousands or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've always just wanted to go over to England or go see Europe, period. But if you got to go, Wembley's is, like, famous. one. Well, I was, like, like, looking through, and I was trying to find some different ones, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a, you know, maybe maybe find one I recognized but just forgotten about, and there was nothing. It was nothing quite like that. Wembley was the most uh, notable.
1: So. Yeah. I, I definitely – that's – such an iconic stadium for so many reasons and has been throughout the years. Like, at least double our lifetime, it's been looked at as one for of sure. the biggest venues for anything out there. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, And a great choice on that. Thank you. Uh, my number six. Uh, so this is my first music-specific venue that I have on here. Um, Red Rocks Amphitheater in Colorado. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this place or seen uh, pictures of it ever. It is one of the most gorgeous arenas uh, that you could find in the United States specifically. So it's built right into like the rock formation okay. that they have there. So Red Rocks is literally cuz they're in like a red rock canyon. So they the surrounding of it is beautiful. So you're basically like there's an outdoor amphitheater and I I want to say they have an indoor section too. But it's one of the most gorgeous like natural more natural arenas you could find ever. And if you yeah, um so if you're a musical artist or, like, an entertainer or who's who of the industry, you've played at Red Rocks before and you've know, you know you've really, really made it when you're at – Oh, this is Wright, cool. Right? Isn't that amazing? And then once you do – once you have a certain accomplishment, I think if you sell it out, um, you sign one of the rocks. On the, and, like, uh, it's there. So they have a whole wall of people who have signed – on there of, like, legends of the industry. So I don't care if it would be... I think... I actually think Bill Burgess did a set at Red Rocks. I think his last I special th- was at Red th- Rocks. Th- I think he did, too. Yeah. Um, which was hilarious, by the way. But that's all, that's a whole so other topic. He's one of the best. Uh, but whether it's a... Uh, uh, music uh any any kind of entertainer um any kind of musician anything like that i want to experience that venue and i want to take in that whole beautiful
0: surrounding that's around there that is really neat yeah i I feel like I've seen it before. Yeah. I know I feel like I know I have. Man, that is awesome. Yeah. It's amazing
1: some of the stuff that's out there. It, and like if I can make it to that part of the country, I absolutely want it. I'll take anything. I'll take anything just to experience it. That's that.
0: unique as hell. Great choice. Thanks, man. Great choice. Um number six. Yes. All right. This one is uh kind of wrestling related I, and I'm not like a big I'm not a wrestling fan anymore really. I like the old stuff, but one thing that commonly gets uh joked about in in wrestling is uh you know this this guy by the name of Dave Meltzer and how mm-hmm. much he loves Japanese wrestling and how <laughs> much he goes and he goes everyone jokes oh this match would be five stars if it was in the Tokyo Dome. Uh, so I'm gonna select the Tokyo Dome as one of my spots. I like I said, I, I just I've completely lost my love of wrestling. I, I watch the old stuff, but the Japanese people respect the art form so much. Like I feel like that is a truly unique experience. Mm-hmm. If you get invited to go over there and perform, they respect the art. They're quiet. They're not loud. Like it's such a culture shock for me. Amer- you know, being loud and stuff is such an American thing. And being humble, respectful, quiet—I feel like is a very—it's incredible. Thing. Yeah. Uh, Japanese culture thing. So to, when I like I'll I'll pop on stuff occasionally. I have no idea who any of these guys are, but it's it's like eerie to me to see these guys doing stuff, doing moves, and it's quiet. And when something really cool happens, they do the clapping and, and they wait till the end. Like it's it's it really it's it's very eerie, but a really cool thing. So I'm gonna go to the Tokyo Dome as my uh as my number it was six yes. Yeah as my number 6 and um i just want to go see japan oh man
1: what an amazing country to go see honestly
0: it's like the the heartland of of pop culture to as we know it today like it seriously is everything has been born out of there you see videos and it just never does it justice yeah arcade games like it's literally the hub like everything that we love over here Probably came from Tokyo absolutely, like so Nintendo, or you know based out of there, mm. you know it, a lot of the original arcade stuff based out of there that's all shit I want to see so and and I think out of all the
1: wrestling venues you could have picked, the Tokyo Dome is definitely like the most legendary one <laughs> for sure like that's like the mecca of everything it's yeah you're headlining that uh, before we move any further, two minutes on Vince McMahon retiring. And Triple H taking over mm. as CEO.
0: It was, it's kind of tough. Like, it, it was one of those things where, uh, like, changing of an era, because, like, what Vince did was pretty gross. Yeah. Right? Uh. But um, we're also, like, he's also made a lot of this, like, things happen that I think about constantly from my childhood. Right? Like, I... I I'm not a re- I am not was never I would never be a wrestling fan if Vince McMahon didn't do what he did. No, to, absolutely to not. Too professional wrestling um you know make it the the big superstars, you know, the no Hulk Hogan, Andre the like I don't know those guys if Vince McMahon didn't do you know business the way he did. It's a shameful thing. It's why I have a hard time putting celebrities on pedestals the way that a lot of other people do. Yeah. Because we all think, you know, they all seem perfect and then when they fail once or multiple times, he just it just it just ruins them for you. Um but it, yeah, it's we'll see. I don't know if I'll ever come, you know, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to come back to no, it, no. but uh come back to wrestling, but it is uh, you know, it, it was a it was kind of time. Yeah, I agree. I I
1: knew it eventually there was going to be a changing of the guard, but like uh, Circumstantially, that's just—it's not the way you wanted to see him go
0: out. No, it was hard. I seen a video of him earlier this year too, and he just looks so old. Oh
1: yeah, he's finally looking he was, his age. He
0: had, everything just finally hit him and caught. Him. I mean, he's seventy-something years old, but it's like, man, I like when I got getting into wrestling, got back, got back into wrestling a couple years, you know, after I started. It, you know, he was this young, just energetic guy, older guy, but you know, just there's firmness in his voice he didn't sound so weak and tired yeah exactly. and it was uh, you know you, when you get invested in like the dirt sheets and stuff it just it ruins your perception of him and everyone's like oh he's losing his mind losing his mind and then you finally see him that way and it was it was, it was difficult yeah
1: that was really tough yeah especially for him to come back uh, <laughs> and like be like oh, I'm not going anywhere or whatever uh, he leaves alright <laughs> yep. you know right, I'm out I'm here's here's Lesnar. Here's Cena. And, like, just smoke screens, like, here and there.
0: <laughs> and,
1: and now forever goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Then <laughs> Now forever. See ya. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I share most of the same thoughts you have. Um, okay, so my number five, um, this is, is it my first? Yeah, it's my first baseball one on here. Okay. So uh, there aren't, with. Seeing uh, Shea City and uh, Yankee Stadium, there's not a lot of ones that I necessarily have a large appetite for, but there are two on here that I still do. Okay. Um, it would be I, – I feel like as a baseball fan, I have to go see Wrigley Field before I die in Chicago. Um, Home of the Chicago Cubs, one of the oldest stadiums in the country for baseball.
0: I just took that one out for the Tokyo Dome. (laughs) The Windy City, you got. I feel like it's
1: such a. The Cubs are such a staple of baseball, and they've sucked forever. (laughs) They finally got their first World Series since God knows when. Wasn't like a
0: hundred and six year stretch or something Something like like that. that. Yeah, they
1: they got it in two thousand sixteen. Um, they, they came back and finally got another title. Um, and as a, like I said, as a baseball fan, you just hear this, it rolls off the tongue is like one of the first ones people recognize and such an iconic place. This is another, um, Arena where I would love to see the fans and how loyal the Cubs fans are. Seems like they would be like nice people overall. I feel like I've never met a yeah. Cubs fan that isn't like a nice person to me before. You kind of
0: have to be, yeah. Yeah, I get, I get that. I get that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, Chicago's a rough, rough town, but, um, but I, I, I completely understand that. I, I, I completely understand. You know, the, I mean, yeah, just so. Just tradition. Yeah, it's not like a city like a rough and tough city like New York City. I don't think. No, like no. New York City fans, Boston fans, they got the accents. They talk with their hands a lot. Chicago fans would be just. It'd be cool because, right? I mean, that's the original. That's mm-hmm. the original. Um, the Chicago Bears used to play there many, many years ago when the, before the Arizona Cardinals uh, moved around a bunch. They used to play football there. Yeah, that's so. crazy
1: to think about, isn't it? Isn't
0: it wild? Yeah. Um, but
1: Wrigley is definitely one that I, I would feel so dissatisfied if I did, just didn't get that yeah. opportunity.
0: For sure. Yeah, man. For sure. I know our friend Jack went out there. I don't know if he went to the stadium, visited the stadium or not, but it's like we talked about pizza a couple weeks ago. It's, it's the spot where you want to go try. It, yeah, so. yeah, exactly. So, great, great choice.
1: I don't know if Chicago is going to have anything for me, but we We'll see.
0: We'll see. <laughs> That is a great choice. Great choice. Yeah, I literally, like, I got to mix it up. I can't do too many baseball parks, and then you pull that one out. So great choice. Yeah. Um, my number five is a baseball park. Uh, <sighs> my number five, it is the uh, the yin to the yang of the Yankees. Uh, yin to the Yankees. It is uh, Fenway Park. So or, this is my number four, too, so we can talk so about this out. together okay. a little bit. Uh, I've always wanted to go to Boston for a very long time. I've always wanted to see Gillette Stadium. It's a spot that I've wanted to just go experience a game mm-hmm. and whatnot. But some about Boston, there's something about it. Samuel Adams beer, hit all the like American Revolution history. Oh yeah, something about that. And then just Fenway. You know what I mean? They were just always like the polar opposite. They were always, they always seem like, how do I put this? Like compared to the Yankees who are glitz, glamour, um poster boys in a sense, which, you know, again, I grew up in a Yankees household. That's how I view them. Uh Boston's always seemed like an underdog city until probably the last fifteen years or so. Yeah. Celtics got really good. Red Sox won a World Series. Uh the They've Patriots. They've gotten a, couple. They've gotten a good. couple now. Yeah. They've had a few. So it just I don't know, there's just something about Boston. A lot of people who go there said they they don't like it. They didn't like the experience there. But it's if I, I just have to go see it I at think least.
1: People once in need to chill out. I think that's the first thing is they need to like stop being uptight and just like not think like, oh, this is like my city. This is gonna run the same. No, just chill out, lay back, take in the city, do what you need to do. Yeah. Um No, yeah. I've always so sold- Like, I'm a polar opposite. I'm a total Yankees hater. Right. So, like, I've been in enemy territory for them. Now I want to go to Boston because Boston would be my AL team. Uh, If the Mets didn't exist, they would be my number one team for sure. Right. Um, As a Mets fan, I like the Mets and anyone who beats the Yankees. So the, the Red Sox have to be my number one other team. Uh, I'm guessing your dad's a Mets fan too, right? Oh Mets yeah, fan? that's
0: where I got it from. Every every day we're texting back and forth. Where does games. the divide come from? Like like not the divide so much, but like what do you know? What made your dad pick the Mets over the Yankees?
1: I think his dad was a Mets fan, so like I think it's a dynasty thing. I gotcha. with us specifically, but so one there was a very specific thing that made me. Not like the Yankees, where like I was always like, my you know, I'm in the household of my dad and stuff like that. And it was Roger Clemens beating Mike Piazza in the head on purpose. Mm, um, That'll do it. And taking him out of the out of like six weeks of the season and the All Star game it took him out of. Um, And I watched that game live as a kid and I didn't even like grasp what happened it happened so quick that my dad came back in the room and he was like what happened i was like i i, I don't even know like i don't know like and he just beamed him in the head and admitted afterwards it was on purpose right because piazza used to homer off of clemens and clutch situations all the time so he and clemens was known as a dirty player anyway um but so all that hate building up Makes me want to go to Boston even more and be there for a Yankees game. After the seventh inning stretch, they chant "Yankees suck" every time,
0: yeah. every, every game, no matter if they're playing every or not. game, yeah. every
1: game, no matter if they're playing them or not. Yankees suck is a chant. My dad went to Fenway for that was one of his stadiums that he crossed off. Okay, and he said between the Mets and the Boston fans that were there, it was like they would. There'd be some chance of, like, Boston sucks for the Mets. There'd be some chance of uh, Mets suck for the Boston fans. And then after the seventh inning stretch, they all participated in a Yankees suck chant, which was, like, the most wholesome, like, these are my people around me right now. (laughs) Like, these are, like, I felt like I could have stood arm in arm with them and been like, we're in this for the same thing all year. Um, And I want that experience. Not to mention the Green Monster. Like, come on, man. We didn't even touch on that. That's one of the most legendary walls in all of baseball. It is. If you can hit over that thing, you're a power hitter for sure. You're
0: an instant legend if you make it over that thing. Oh, absolutely. Which is, that's a cool thing about baseball. There's not like a regulation size for the walls, but if you get it, great. Dude, someone in the
1: minor league hit one out of the stadium yesterday. Oh, yeah? They didn't even know where it landed they couldn't, like, they couldn't They'll figure it out like on this. the camera. He launched it out of the stadium and just, like, it never came down.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Shit's so cool. That is really neat. <laughs> that is really cool.
1: Yeah, so that's that's nice that we share that commonly. I, I had that a little bit ahead, but it was just because we'll Reglee was
0: there. Yeah. We'll have to make a trip out to Boston I sometime. think Yeah, I think we might have Go to. Go out that way, maybe catch a Patriots game and... A Red Sox game goes and, September, October. Yeah, and, and
1: dude, we're both history buffs. You know how much historical shit is in Boston One of these years, we'll, go, we'll make let's it, do do it I know let's my
0: parents it. want to go Labor Day, but I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah, exactly. I can't do
1: it. As a, as a person who works in a school, that's hell weak for me.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. Ugh. I know. Um All right, so that was your number four. Mm-hmm. My number five. My number four, we're going back to football stadiums now. We got Three straight. Three straight.
1: Wouldn't expect anything less from you, honestly.
0: (laughs) Let's go to uh, Raymond James Stadium. That is the stadium down in Tampa Bay. Uh, They have a a damn pirate ship. They have a pirate ship in their stadium that shoots off cannons when the team scores touchdowns. And how cool is that? Tampa Bay, beautiful area. Our good friend Jack, his 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 soon-to-be mother-in-law, lives down that way. His his wife grew up down there. Soon to be wife grew up down there, and I was just like, "Man, how cool is that? Like, that is a cool stadium." And just you hear about the Bay, right? Tampa yeah. Bay is like the tip of Florida, right? Like the bottommost he, he, um, part. of Florida. I believe pretty so because
1: I went to Tampa when I was in Orlando, and Orlando was pretty pretty southern
0: So I would say yes. Like,
1: yeah, it's right like more coastal. Whew,
0: man, I I just I want to go down there. I I kind of love. That beach scenery. I hate heat, but I love that beach scenery. Just, it just clear water, and we're not used to clear water on here. That's that's a part of the thing too. When you oh, go to Florida, yeah, everything's clear. There's a lot of cool, you know, just a lot of cool things to see. And I don't know, I, I'm I might be taking a trip down there next year. I have a friend who lives in the Tampa area. We connected through football Podcast. and he's a season ticket holder for the Bucks. He said if the Colts come down there, which I think they're supposed to go down there next year then I should come down and watch a game with them. Ooh, so, that'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd be a good trip. Yeah, that was a weird thing about being in Orlando, Tampa area
1: when I was down there uh, last year was we w- we went to a bar one of the last nights, and I'm looking around, and I'm seeing all these Buccaneers flags, and I was like, oh, yeah,
0: this is Brady territory yeah. now. I love going to new cities and seeing what team they represent.
1: Yeah, and, but, like, that was a weird thing for me because I'm so used to, like, if I see Patriots things, I'm like, oh, man. Like, I know there's boy. But now I'm seeing Tampa things. I'm like, oh, this is Brady. Like, yeah. this is the new Brady country.
0: Yeah, That's, That
1: was bizarre for me. That as is pretty fan. cool.
0: When I, I went to Outer Banks 2016 and Outer Banks, North Carolina area. They were split, they had half washington it was the they were the redskins at the time, half washington like at this one restaurant we went to uh half washington's flags, half carolina panthers flags i didn't like mm. i didn't realize the divide was that much, but they're yeah. so close to like they're kind of close to the d c area area so that's kind of why they they were split that way, but i'm like this just I'm kind of cool, yeah. That's but I. I, I that's, that's a big thing for me to go to a new city and just see what you know, how they support you know who's allegiances and all that stuff. It's uh, it's really neat.
1: Yeah, it's it's a cool like almost a culture shock in a way, right? Just yeah. to like see like what kind of supporters. That's one of the cool things about um, and this kind of like transitions into my next pick a little bit. But like in the UFC, you get to see these guys who are representing these different countries. That you don't realize, like, here you're just like, oh, it's another guy fighting. But, like, uh, this uh, Bantamweight named Marlon Vera, for example, he's from Ecuador. Right. And he's, you know, he's the number four Bantamweight in the world right now. But in his home country, he's a fucking superstar. Like, he has a deal with Pepsi in his home country. He has, like, he's, you Go anywhere in Ecuador, you go, like, people know who he is. And, like, just those little things where it's like, oh, you're a superstar here, right? Or, like, even guys stateside who are there, like, in their hometowns, they reveal Daniel Cormier in Louisiana is, like, a
0: legend, an absolute legend. I mean, remember how big Rashad Evans was when he made UFC? Yeah. Like, that was a big deal around here when when Rashad made it to. you know when Rashad made it to the big leagues, yeah. Niagara Wheatfield grad, class of '99, and uh, you know, a talented wrestler. I'm like, wow, we got like he was like the first like for me like first local person doing something in a, a big thing in the mm-hmm. world of sports. So
1: well, he's he's an interesting one because he's someone who won the Ultimate Fighter and then won the title, which there are only a handful of people that did that. And the Ultimate Fighter at that time was such a huge thing that, like, he got catapulted because of that. And, you know, he knocked out Chuck Liddell, and, like, nobody saw that coming when he did that. Even he didn't see that shit coming. Yeah. Uh, The way he reacts after the fight, like, he, like, holds his heart, like, it stopped for a second. Like, he can't fucking believe he did it. Um, So... While we're on those legendary moments, for my number three, the uh, T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, which I believe is, like, tied in with the MGM Garden. Okay. Like, it's, like, like branded as the T-Mobile Arena, but it's the big, like, the money fights happen here. Right. Oh, yeah. This okay. is I see what this you're is this. the big one where it's like you you see your Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier's where you
0: see big cards. Yeah. Always, where yeah. you
1: see uh, this past July, you saw Israel Adesanya and Jared Cannonier, which was that was during International Fight Week, which is like the big like at the Hall of Fame induction and like jujitsu tournaments and big things like all happening in Vegas. It's a huge event. Um, this is one I have to go to. Before I die, yeah. right? This is not only Vegas is the betting capital of the world, right? This is where you want to go for uh, combat sports events. Where there's a lot there, going on in Vegas right now, right, sports wise, right?
0: Hockey team, hockey
1: team, Raiders are there now. Mm-hmm. There's so. it, it's the, Vegas is the place to be. I've never been to Vegas before, okay. Um, in the I. first place, my wife has, and she. Won't shut up about Las Vegas, and, not, and like not in a bad way. But no, like, I know. She she talks about all the time. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. She wants to do our honeymoon out there, which I've been so insistent on I Hawaii. Can't. But you know, I guess like she's insistent that Hawaiians don't want white people right there right now. Which yeah, added, it's a whole like, mess yeah, of yeah, things. Yeah, 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 so. Yeah. so I'm just gonna stay away from there <laughs> on her advice. But we do want to do a West Coast tour, and I would love to like admittedly, I would love to like be in Vegas and like, Oh, let's go in July during international fight week. And then just like get lost for three days suddenly. And like, she's, you know, calling my phone. Like, you know, people are like looking for me. I'm like wearing a disguise. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm pounding beers, watching the heavyweight title being defended. Right. But (laughs) she can never listen to this. Now I'm going to keep her away from this episode. (laughs) Uh But no, there have just been so many legendary fight moments that have happened in Las Vegas uh, that have been... Ridiculous um either upsets or knockouts or just beautiful beautiful it's pieces of history every time you go there yeah um so as a fight fan, I have to go to Vegas to Absolutely. uh to the T-mobile arena to see one of their marquee events before I go under.
0: my friend Eric Stopa, you actually met him when we were watching one of those dog shit uh thriller fights <laughs> he was hanging out here. Uh, he has family out in Vegas. He lived out there for a little bit of time, but he used, loved it because he used to go out there and just, just go catch all the UFC. He's a big UFC dude, gets I together, love it. has gatherings for all the UFC fights that he can you know, he can get people together for. Uh but but yeah, when he lived out there, he he's made special trips out there just for UFC. So
1: You know what I've been thinking more and more recently is this would be the perfect space to host like the pay per views in.
0: I I would nobody goes to shit. Comes I know to shit. That, that's the uh, that thing. I do. Like... That's that's my problem because I host so much stuff here, and people be like, "Yeah, I'll be there," and then they blow it off. Like the, the my birthday night, I was so happy you were there. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot of people showed up and hung out and stuff, but I also did a pro wrestling video game night a month later, and in like... and <laughs> me and the two guys who sponsored it were there, oh, and nobody God. else. Yeah, so it's it's such a tough thing, but if if I knew there was a big enough like audience that people wanted to do it, I would I would host here. Hey, if you're in the Buffalo area, we're fun people. Yes. I know
1: we may not sound it, but we have a (laughs) great time at this studio. We We really do. do. We sure do. (laughs) Oh man. All right, so So another
0: football one from you, I'm sure. Yes, yes. This is number three? Yes. Yes. All right. So this is TIAA Bank Stadium. This is the home of the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, which isn't too far out of the realm of possibility. I've driven through Jacksonville before uh, many times. So my family goes down to Disney. Um, you know, they're in the same division as my Colts, so it'd be kind of fun to go down there and see a game. Even though the Colts have really struggled there the last eight years, but they have a swimming pool in there in in the corner of their venue. I don't know how much it costs to get in there. But, um, again, swimming – like, I, I just I, – we talked about this on the Superpowers episode, but I just, like – I'm so amazed by water. Yeah. <clears throat> fun things you can do with water. When I, Like, me seeing people – like, I went – we did a cruise, and we stopped at a place, and there was a giant swimming pool, and in the swimming pool was an in-ground built bar. Like, a bar. Like, somebody was down in the pool in a bar – serving drinks no shit. inside the pool like the, it was like a block special like blocked off area right it might have been waterproof like waterproofed or something like that but he was serving drinks in the pool it was insane i've uh, never seen anything like it i was like that is the coolest thing ever holy shit right that's incredible yeah how does that even like they like built a bar into the sidewall of a in ground swimming pool and had somebody serving you just swim up oh, and my get drinks. God. And um that's, and yeah that's the most gorgeous thing. Isn't ever. that cool? I mean I don't know what you're doing wow. with your money. like what do you do with your money, but like you gotta roll over your pants and grab some couple dollars and, and pay. But yeah, I thought that was the coolest concept. Yeah. So um but yeah, that has nothing to do with TI Bank Stadium, but but yeah, it's it's Jacksonville. The weather's pretty nice down there. Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to go see it. So, would you be at
1: all worried about because I know the Jags tend to be the kryptonite down there for like the season? Or
0: I have to be really confident, and I thought I was confident the last couple of years. Um, right now, though, uh, maybe this year, maybe this year, possibly. Uh, I'm not. I don't yeah. have time off to go down there, but. Um,
1: I think you guys will beat them this year. I hope Jagged. so. I,
0: again, I have been saying that for the last eight years, but I would just want to go down there to see Jacksonville. Like, it, it's going to see my team, check off a bucket list, you know, stadium, a stadium towards my bucket list, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be pretty confident with that.
1: Well, losing to the Jacks is something you and I have in common as this sports is, fans. So this is also true. It's something we could always bond over. <laughs> this is true. Oh, my Lord. All right. Up to, oh, up to our top two already. Top oh two. Oh, my gosh. I know. Okay. So um, I'm not going to reiterate a lot of what you said earlier because you touched on a lot of good points, but I do have a repeat for my number two. Okay. My number two is going to be Wembley Stadium, like you mentioned earlier. Um, my other international choice, I do this uh, choice as a music fan because... There are so many major artists who play that arena specifically because it's the only one big enough to hold them like within that side of the world. Right. Um I'm a huge Eminem fan and he played at he's played at Wembley a couple of times. Um but that like kind of gives you an idea of like the fan base that you have to have to fill that stadium because he saw. I, I saw when I saw Eminem, he filled MetLife, right. and that was like holy shit! Like, this is I- incredible that you yeah, have MetLife this baseball. is a massive stadium, yeah, exactly. So, you you think of those sizes, and then you think of like the fact that uh, Beatles played Wembley, I'm pretty sure, and like
0: Elton's played
1: Wembley, oh, and
0: yeah, all the big ones. All, I don't know, I don't know if Elvis did. I always had a thing yeah. with it going overseas that didn't something happened. But. Yeah.
1: Um but like at Queen, Elton John, Rolling um Stones. you know Rolling Stones, um who else? Other big oh, Guns and Roses have played went like the the who's who of everybody is so like that environment I love seeing bands play in like uh somewhat international environments if that makes sense like kind of like out of the element like this is like a special show so like and you know for those ones they tend to like play stuff they don't normally play or they tend to bring out somebody like for things like i know eminem has brought in dr dre out a couple of times yeah. internationally um that's one I would want for the experience of, holy crap, I'm seeing Wembley Stadium, and then, holy crap, I'm seeing this person that I'm seeing. So it would be all-encompassing. I think the trip to um, Manchester would be like an incredible experience as it was, but to like, be in like Wembley would be
0: just oh, for incredible. Sure. It would be so for surreal. Sure. I'm glad you used it for a music one. I'm, I'm glad... Uh, you picked it for a music round. The acoustics got to sound really good. I can only imagine. I never thought of it. Oh, I guess I do go to a lot of outdoor. Oh, I was like, man, outdoor concerts. That's a weird concept, but all the concerts I've been to are <laughs> outdoor. Fucking idiot. Yeah. I need a nap. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long week. It has been. We're, we're killing it, though, dude. We are. We're killing the week. <laughs> it is. All right. So my number two is uh, It's my last football one. It is the... Uh, the 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 frozen tundra of football i guess uh lambo oh, the green course. bay packers uh, that is history they are the oldest i think the oldest or second oldest i think they're second oldest by like one year um oldest as far as nfl franchises go they haven't really changed I mean, they've upgraded it, of course, sure. plumbing, all this stuff. But um, it's there. It's like that's like football's field of dreams, in a sense. In, in a sense, they are Soldier Field, but Lambeau. It's it's really like it's a, it's a crazy thing. Like I heard the the wait list to get on the season ticket, like getting season tickets for it. We never, like it's it's really long. It's like a hundred like. It would cut, take, like, 100-something years to get out of Holy like shit. It's that crazy. Like, it's 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 publicly owned. <laughs> What's it, even the appeal of Chiangton? Oh, my God. it Dude, it is it is really cool. I seen a video one time. Lambeau Field is re- literally in somebody's backyard. Like, they showed a video, like, because it's so old. And when it was built, when it was originally built, like, I mean, it's Green Bay. They don't have anything else going on. Yeah. You know, it's not like uh, the Milwaukee... You know, right? Milwaukee Bucks. That's a that's a thing. Yeah, Milwaukee
1: Bucks. Milwaukee,
0: Milwaukee Brewers, Wisconsin. Right. It's yeah. Kind of, you know, that's a thing. But it's not like Green Bay. So, yeah, they, they legit. They just upgraded the stadium, and, and yeah, they showed somebody. Somebody filmed themselves walking up to the stadium, and somebody's house is literally on the corner of the park, like the parking lot, and you zip past it, and then you just see that this giant stadium, and it's just so historic, <laughs> and you, you you associate Green Bay with Classic football, yes. Oh, yeah. They're one of your staple teams in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. So that is my number two. Uh, I had a good friend. It actually, he actually inspired me to uh, to finally go out and and go see Indianapolis. But he's a big Packers fan. He he's like I'm taking a weekend there. He he found he found a way to get tickets, and he went out and and made it. I'm like, yeah, damn, that is so cool. Like you just went and did it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I got to go see Indy now. And that was literally the kick in the pants. So,
1: yeah, sometimes that's all it takes is, like, that that motivation to just be like, go do it. Like, we live one life, man. We got to go do that stuff. For sure.
0: Dude, I waited a long time to go see Indianapolis because people just kept telling me not to do it. Like, it really bothered me that I did it. I just did it. I didn't tell anybody that I was doing it. i I'm a person who, when I get excited for something, I tell people and then I take in what they say. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, 10 years before I actually went to Indianapolis, people were like, nah, just go next year. Just go next year. Well, next year isn't guaranteed. Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I just, I hate that shit when people tell you, just, just, wait and mm-hmm. it's like no no i want to see i want to see it now yeah i want to see it now and i i was that's probably one of my biggest regrets is being told for 10 years not to go just go next year just go next year no go now yeah go now on. just make it happen whatever you got to do to make it happen just make it happen so. yeah
1: if you're listening to this get that tattoo pursue that career go pursue uh, go take that trip Live your life. Yeah. Like, come on, people. Right. We only have one chance to do all of this. Yeah. So don't live with regrets. It just makes no sense. Absolutely. So, uh, so my number one on our list uh, is one that I, like, I racked my brain, like, trying to prove to myself that I've been here before, but I've never, ever been here. And I... Have such like a burning desire to go that it will probably happen within the next year or so. But Madison Square Garden, that's my number one. That's yours too. Yeah, to I've
0: never seen an event at Madison Square Neither Garden. I've never even walked past. I've been been in New York City three times. Never even got to walk past.
1: Really? That. So I take Amtrak every time I go there. So you come up literally under Madison Square Garden. Okay, like you're right there, and like. Never in my life have I seen something there. The Rangers play there all year. The fucking Knicks play there all the time. Nothing. Nothing. Never done anything. I think it's going to happen in November. Okay. Because there's a UFC card in November at Madison Square Garden. And I really want to go. That's a great venue for it, too. Oh, my God. And if the main event is what I'm thinking it's going to be, it'll be the perfect card for MSG. Yeah, Especially because they're... They almost finalized the co-main, which is Michael Chandler and Dustin Poirier going at it, which would be a key contender fight at lightweight. So right. that That's reason enough for it. But, like, it's one of the most legendary arenas in the world, and well, I've never famous. been
0: yeah. there. I know. My uncle went to a Billy Joel concert there right before, I think it was before COVID hit. Oh. Or maybe it was right after when things started to open up. But he, 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 Billy Joel. He's a you know he grew up in that era, and he got to go see him play at MSG, and it was just like that's so cool. My my first WrestleMania that I ever watched, like really like well that ever like got to watch. Like I I knew of WrestleMania as before, but I never got to actually ever watch them. Um, But I got it on tape. But it was WrestleMania twenty. WrestleMania twenty. Yeah, and I always liked the unique shape of it. I love looking back and seeing how, like, how much the stadium has changed and how much it stayed the same. Like, I'll, I'll go watch the first WrestleMania, and it's, like, s- they're still set up the ring the same way. Yeah. And it's just... It's it's cool. It, it just it. I know they've revamped it, remodeled it quite a bit over the years, but um, it's kind of 'cause because WWE doesn't really go there much anymore. Yeah. Um, that was, like, it, that was the big show. Like, if every single year they'd go, and now they go for house shows. They don't televise any of their MSG events. Yeah,
1: is- it's so weird. Like why would you not want to i don't oh. know
0: dude they don't pull in that many numbers so like it's like crazy to think that they'll never run another, uh, run another wrestlemania there ever no it's going to no. be all stadium and big big shows
1: yeah it that's it's really wild that we'll never ever get that again no but like we so it, it's so hard promotionally too to put on an event there one cuz you have so much conflicting and then, like, it costs so much money, too. Look at – if we're looking at current news right now, this uh, last Jake Paul fight just fell through. Right. With – because the other guy, quote, unquote, couldn't make weight. No, they weren't selling the event, and it costs a million dollars to keep the lights on mm. in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. So you're not pulling those numbers, then, like
0: – It's I, it's no joke. It's it's tough out there. And, uh yeah, yeah, it's just one of the things you got to see. I just – i. Even if it was just to go see, it. I mean, I definitely want to be on the inside, but just to go, just walk by and see it, be like, man, so much has happened there. It's cool, but like, I, I'm telling you, it's
1: so feasible to like go and do it.
0: I'm sure it is. It's one of those things that you just got again, just got to go and do it. If I could get a damn Amtrak ticket for free, I will literally for that
1: UFC event go up on Amtrak that day, stay for the fight card, and then Amtrak back and just sleep on the pla- like. I'll I'll just do that. I'll, right. s- I'll sleep off my hangover on the train.
0: Heck yeah, and,
1: like have a great night to remember by
0: it. <laughs> You'd be good to go. Yeah. So yeah, man. Absolutely. That's so funny that we both landed on that. For, I did, like, I I feel like I, I felt like I knew. You were going to say that but I didn't know when and as we got closer and closer I'm like, oh man, are we about to have the same number one? Yeah, that so was it. I'm glad we did. I can't believe
1: I've never done it, but like now I feel like we've spoken it into existence and I
0: absolutely have to do. You have to. Yeah, have to. So, excellent. We did it. We Top did 10 it in stadiums, arenas, venues uh that we'd love to go have a uh a sporting, music, whatever experience um at. So, that is it. Not sure what we're doing next week. I know we got a couple of fun shows and topics coming up, mm. but we'll figure that out as we get to it. Yeah, we will um, be here, though, regardless. So. Yes, we will, be, we will have an episode up ready for you Friday, as per usual. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, on behalf of Dan and I, do you even list? Yeah.